It's September 9th, 2020. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Ian Kitajima. He's a tech Sherpa over at Oceanet, and he's here to tell us about the next iteration of the Altino program. Of course, then uh, we'll be joined by Ifra Khan from USIT and David Summers from Lead Roommate. Both are part of Blue Startups cohort number 12. And, of course, they're here to tell us about how it is going through the Blue Accelerator program, of course, in this COVID-19 era. Now I'd like to welcome Ian Kitajima, who is um, always out there uh, doing kind of the, <laughs> the, the, the Sherpa work for technology in Hawaii over at Oceanet. And uh, he's been working on the Altino program, which has been, I think, uh, you know, we've been talking about that quite a bit. Uh, but I wanted to give him a chance to kind of give us the update. Welcome to the show, Ian. Hey, aloha, Bert. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for so the invitation. So you know, yeah, uh, we've been talking about Altino for a while, and then you know, basically, yeah. it's it's like a programmable car, which you have been yeah. able to get in the hands of students, which I think is exciting because it's part of the whole you know computer science and education program. So. Tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, what you've accomplished so far with, with Altino. How many schools have you got it in? And, and then we'll get into, like, a little bit of the, uh, the, the new iteration of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, three years ago, together with Kamehameha Schools and Public Schools Hawaii Foundation, you know, we had this crazy idea of, you know, providing computer science to every student in Hawaii. And the only way we could really figure out how to do it is to, to train teachers. And the goal is to train 5,000 uh, teachers in computer science over the next five years. And we took this inspiration from the work in Korea. So the technology we brought for, uh, to do this in Hawaii actually comes from South Korea. And so, um, you know, we, we have one of the, one of the few three-credit uh, DOE-approved uh, professional development trainings for teachers. So we, we actually do this and train teachers. And, and again, these are non-technical teachers, and what we train them is computer science, but work with them to develop lesson plans that incorporate computer science into the everyday classroom activities like history and math and English and social studies. And so for the last three years, we've been doing it. We've trained a little over 600 plus teachers. Uh, we have teachers in 131 schools throughout the state of Hawaii. And and every year we do about 10 professional development trainings for teachers. And this year we had the same schedule until the whole coronavirus thing kind of wiped out those plans of doing those face-to-face trainings. Right, right. And so we, yeah, and so, you know, we started transitioning. So we took all the materials we've developed over the last three years and made them into video, short video lessons for the teachers um, and did these trainings. So we've actually done all the summer trainings uh, we have two two fall trainings happening, but we use these. What's really nice is we use these robotic cars that you that you know and you've seen, and it makes the learning really really fun and really interactive. And and also the teachers. But now that the teachers are going back to school and students and everyone are back at home, we have this idea to develop a virtual car. So that now it doesn't matter if you're home as long as you got a laptop with the internet connection and a browser. You can you can do the trainings and you have your own virtual car to learn computer science. So that's the really new thing is we're we're rolling up the version one of this virtual car 
as well as a publicly available website. So you don't even have to be a DOE teacher to access this website anymore. So if, if listeners go to altinocoding.com, so A-L-T-I-N-O coding, C-O-D-I-N-G.com, you'll get to a website that has about 20 different lessons, but also a virtual car that will let you get on and actually code up this card to do all the different things as part of the lesson. So, so, so that's Ian, a big... Yeah no, that, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's a that's a great idea, and and uh, were were you guys involved with the the development of the the program, the virtual Altino car, or was that a Korean uh, uh, effort? So actually, this is a, a thing that we developed in Hawaii. Actually, one of uh, our former coworkers uh, has helped us to develop this uh, over the last few months, and so this is version one. And then actually we have version two in development that will eventually allow us to use the virtual car for a lot of the more advanced lessons uh, that we're going to develop. So we have 20 beginner lessons already developed with several hours worth of lessons that parents and teachers and students can do right now, today. And we'll, we'll develop 20 more lessons uh, using the, the other car, the, the car when it comes out with the advanced features. Wow, no, that's that's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. And, you know, I think I probably will go and... and uh, Go to this uh, altinocoding.com and, and see if I can uh, play around with the car. That's yeah, very, very you should, cool. Yeah, fun. I think you have a great time, Brian. So, so uh, are, are you signing up new teachers, new uh, schools to participate with the virtual car? Yeah, so, so actually the, the kind of the word has gone out to different uh, uh, teachers and complexes. So in, a many, in many ways, it's kind of virally kind of going out to the teachers and parents and students. And so... What's nice is there's really no registration required. Um, people can just go to the site. So even if you're not a teacher and you're really interested to see what we've been doing in the public schools with teachers and students, uh, you can just go to the website and actually you can take it, take it out and actually also do some computer science, uh, learn learn how to program. Uh, so, so, Bert, you should learn. Yeah, okay. Well, you okay. already know. <laughs> you're never too old, right? You're never too old never to learn. Too old. Okay. And we're all stuck at home, so you know we can all learn a new skill. Sounds so. good. So, Ian, where can people sign up to uh, take advantage of this virtual Altino car? Yeah, so again, you can go directly to altinocoding.com. And when you get there, you just read the page. You can see every, it'll take you through and starting up the lessons and actually launching your own virtual car. Uh, and yeah, so just go to altinocoding.com, or if you want, you can go to oceanit.com, and there's links there that will connect you and get to the website as well. But yeah, it's a free service. We, we're making it available, open to everybody. And again, I just want to thank all of our sponsors, including Surf Culture Hawaii, Department of Labor, DOE, State Legislature, Castle Foundation, and the Oceanit Research Foundation. So a lot of people helping to make this, uh, bring this to the public. Well, very good. Thanks, uh, thanks, Ian. Thanks for all the good work you're doing. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Bert. Great to see you and hear you again. Talk to you soon. All right. And, of course, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Ifra Khan and David Summers to talk about Blue Startups and the cohort number 12. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to the St. Andrews Schools, which includes the Priory School for Girls, the Prep for Boys, and Queen Emma Preschool. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. I'm happy to welcome Ifra Khan, who leads up a company called USIT, 
and David Summers, who founded Lead Roommate. Welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Great. So now let's uh, let's uh, start off by having you both share a little bit about what your company does. And and Ephraim, maybe you can tell us what is what is USIT. Yeah. So USIT is um, it, it pivoted during COVID, and it is after school clubs for kids ages seven to thirteen, um, led by college student counselors. So USIT actually started as a babysitting app that connected college students to busy parents. And now we've transformed into another product called Clubba, which is the after-school club. Oh, that's great. I mean, so how does, uh, how does the club work? Is it, It's a virtual club, right? So it's not people, uh, kids getting together. It's actually just a virtual uh, kind of a club room or something? Yes, it's a virtual club of small groups of five kids. And there's one counselor for each club. So the clubs can be... Um, anywhere from social justice clubs to yoga and hula dance clubs to fashion clubs. So there's a vi- wide variety of clubs that are very future forward um, where we let kids socialize and also do, you know, tangible things. Mm-hmm. And how, how would a club form? I mean, does that form sort of on its own naturally or is there some other force that brings, you know, these students together? Yeah, so on the counselor side, the counselor actually goes through an application process. Um, These are college students who want to teach skills to kids. Um, So they make their own curriculum, own activities, and then they go through our application process, and their club gets posted on our site. And then parents from around the world really go on, um, can see what clubs we're offering, and sign their kid up along with one of their kid's friends. Mm -hmm. Great. And and. When doing the club, uh, it's not limited by any uh, geographic location, right? I mean, people could participate in the club and be from different places. Yeah, we have kids from everywhere in our club. So a club of five could have a kid from California, from Florida, from London to Hawaii. So um, we have kids from everywhere, which brings a unique, like, diverse um, friend group. Um, they become friends at the end of the club. It's different sessions, like 8 to 12 sessions, so they really get to get along um, and meet every week to um, and, and get to see each other virtually. And just out of curiosity, uh, how long have you were you in existence prior to getting involved with the Blue Startups? Yeah, so before COVID, when USIT was an on-demand babysitting app by college students, um, we were in business for about two and a half years and put over one, $1 million in college student pockets in just one city. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. I hope you made some profit from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's but good. It, was, it was a great experience. Great. Okay, so, and then you're, you're what, based out of Atlanta? Yes, so we're originally based out of Atlanta. We came to Honolulu for the Blue Startups program, actually, um, and are currently here right now. All right, great. Okay, so, David, I want to give you a chance to tell us a little bit about Lead Roommate. What is Lead Roommate about? All right, so, basically, I've been a a founder of quite a few startups, and uh, after I sold my last company, I moved from Chicago to Hawaii because Chicago winters get very cold. And I had trouble selling my condo because it was too big, and the rising generation wants smaller homes and wants to rent instead of buy. 
And so I started Lead Roommate. Uh, Lead Roommate is a digital leasing service that matches homeowners with lead roommates who fill and, and manage uh, rentals uh, for incentives like free rent and stuff like that. So you, okay, so I, I'm, I'm curious. So you moved to Hawaii because the winters are cold in Chicago. And, of course, you could do Lead Roommate from anywhere. Right. Uh, lead Roommate, is, being a virtual business, can be run from anywhere, and this is a very nice anywhere. I love Hawaii. I always <laughs> have. <laughs> That's great. Now, where, so where do you get your inventory? So we basically look for our inventory on rental sites. Um, we're still really early on, so we haven't uh, got everything completely figured out. But mm -hmm. uh, we're looking primarily at high-end rentals. Uh, high-end rentals often sit empty on the market for months. And while they're on the market empty, the homeowners are stuck paying thousands in mortgage and taxes and assessments. And waiting for a single renter in some of the uh, larger markets like Chicago can take six months whereas renting to roommates can cut that time down to one month. And so, that, you know, you save a lot of money uh, that you would have been paying in taxes and mortgage and assessments. And so uh, what we do is we make the roommates more palatable by uh, using lead roommates that uh, live in the unit and help preserve the home and locate the roommates that stay with them and sort of manage the home and make sure that everything uh, works the way you want it to. Does part of your service include sort of vetting who that lead roommate might become, might be? Yes, and it's, so there's part of it is vetting, uh, but a lot of it is also incentivizing them. Mm -hmm. That if they achieve uh, program goals, so for example, everyone pays their rent on time, uh, you know, no damage to the unit, uh, things like that, uh, then they get points, and they can redeem those points for travel, merchandise, gift cards, and free rent. So you said that you have uh, started a, a couple of startups. And uh, just out of curiosity, what was your startup prior to Lead Roommate? So the one prior to Lead Roommates was Crew Marketing. Uh, we did e-commerce websites for United Airlines uh -huh. and uh, a couple other companies. Uh, and before that was uh, uh, Netcost Autoglass. Um, and I, I sold both those companies actually in the same year. It was a very year for me <laughs> oh well that's a uh, very entrepreneurial of you and and uh, i guess i, I you know i asked uh, ifra uh, and you sounded like you kind of just started this so it wasn't like you you have been around for a couple of years uh doing lead roommate right this is this is brand new uh and in fact we, we've uh, been focusing our attention on trying to find the the best way to go to the market uh rather than you know trying to grow before we are really honed in on what we want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think, we're, I think we're really close now, and we're getting ready to go to market. So Great. it's a, an exciting time, actually. So. Well, I know, and, and I know you're calling all the way from uh, Kahala, so uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's like on the other very side. Very far of... away, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very far away. So, Ifra, uh, you know, when, when looking through, I guess, the, the choices of accelerators, um, and maybe even even before that, I mean, what, what what got you interested in going through an accelerator program, and what got you interested in blue startups? Yeah, so interesting story. When March, you know, when COVID hit in March, that's when I had the idea of you know after school activities for kids by college students because uh, the current you know company used the current platform, the on demand babysitting app. It wasn't making sales. Nothing was in person. 
So this is like another way for college students to make money and kids to learn in the passion economy. So I was looking through accelerators and I stumbled upon Blue Startups. Um, I loved the mentor network and I also liked how, um, you know, the, the parent company, so much experience with gamifying and games. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I think about, you know, what I'm doing with UCIT, um, with the club, Clubba, um, that's, you know, something in the future that we really want to implement gamifying the platform. So that was one of one factor. And then the other factors was like the mentor network that they had in the program and, and, and you know, what they were doing. And um, I thought their portfolio was pretty, very diverse and, and I wanted to do an accelerator to accelerate what I was working on, which is a really new concept um, and a very recent pivot because of COVID. And when you looked at their mentor uh, roster, I mean, how did you assess how good or how, you know, valuable that was? Um, So every, you know, I have different skill sets and then my co-founder has different skill sets. And when I was looking at the mentors, I was looking at mentors that could help us, you know, accelerate our business with skill sets that we didn't have. Um, And that was one of like the leading factors when like looking into all of their mentors, looking into the network that it could really be like an added asset. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that sort of drove my decision um, in in doing it. And it was also perfect timing um, around, you know, when the idea, I had the idea for clubs and, and wanted to, to do something to launch it, but needed the resources. Well, that's great. That's great. And so the um, the cohort actually maybe what started about four weeks ago. Uh, and and <clears throat> at that time, did, uh, did you all have to come to Hawaii? Or how did that initial introduction to the, the process take place? David, I mean, maybe I'll give you a chance. To, how, did that, how did that process take place uh, four weeks ago? So uh, it was interesting. Uh, the cohort was scheduled to start much earlier, of course, uh, but uh, that was the heart of the COVID uh, ap- epidemic. And, mm-hmm. and so Chinoa uh, was really trying to wait and hope that COVID would end. Uh, but then uh, she stuck a, a line in the sand and said, nope, at this point, we're going to just do it anyway. And uh, so we all got together and... Uh, it's, it was really interesting. So for a while, I was actually going to the downtown office, and, and it would basically be uh, myself and Genoa uh, by ourselves there, um, mm-hmm. which was interesting. And everybody else would be joining remotely. Uh, and now we're all joining remotely because of the uh, stay-at-home order. And, uh, and it's, it's been very interesting. Uh, I think it is actually still very, very useful, uh, even though you – you don't get to meet in person. Uh, you just learn so much. Uh, the Blue Startups mentors have just so much to teach and so much that they can help you uh, grow your company. And you know, I, I've started over 10 companies, and I still am learning so much in this program. It really is just an incredible program. No, that's uh, great. And it's, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's also just great to get to know people uh, in Hawaii, uh, my new home, because, uh, you know, I was a little worried about that coming here because I didn't really know uh, people 
in the startup industry. I, I of course, know a lot of people here. but Yeah. No, that's that's good. And, and uh, uh, Ifra, I, I do want to ask you about the sort of the virtual experience, you know, actually going through the, uh, the, the, the startup uh, accelerator experience. But I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with Ifra Khan from UCID and David Summers from Lead Roommate. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, locations, and Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Ifra Khan, who's the co-founder of a company called USIT, and David Summers, who leads a company called Lead Roommate. And, of course, right before the break, you know, we were talking about how going through the Blue Startups Accelerator program, you know, up until the pandemic, I mean, a lot of the things that were happening were in person and all the companies, whether they were here in Hawaii or, or somewhere else, would be actually in Hawaii participating, you know, in um, at the Blue Startups uh, offices. I remember um, they would have a kind of a meet and greet, which is always fun to go to and and then, of course, there's always the, uh, the the sort of the demo day that takes place uh, at the end of the cohort uh, cohort uh, uh, period. So, so Ifra, I mean, given that it's kind of all virtual, and I, I, miss, I guess it's not a fair question to ask you how would you compare because you, you hadn't gone through it uh, prior. But you know, what is it that uh, you're experiencing? I guess doing kind of some of the the mentoring and the and the group you know gatherings that are done over zoom i mean is that is that still effective in your in your uh, estimation yeah i think blue startup specifically is doing such a phenomenal job with you know keeping everybody engaged like this cohort is very engaged the program is very fast paced so you know every week you're learning you're doing something differently you're you're really like iterating your product your business really fast um, and I think what's making it like there, it's, it's been, you know, obviously nothing beats in person, but I will say at, you know, most points of the program, like it does feel like it's in person. We have virtual lunches with the founders where, you know, founders, uh, one founder, every lunch does a, you know, uh, presentation or a talk, a discussion about like either challenges or like something they can help with. So, um, it, they do a really good job of like um, making sure the founders are interacting and helping with each other, mm-hmm. as well as just really making sure that the mentors and founders are connecting. Um, and it is like a lot of you know, you know, you have to you have to do what make what you make out of anything. So the fact that it's virtual, it just means working harder to like make these connections and and put these action items into place. Um, do you find it? Do you find it uh, uh, still easy to access the mentors? I mean, you know, when when it's in person and they're there, obviously you can you know, grab them and talk to them. But how is it to access them kind of more virtually now? I think it's maybe even more easier because since everybody's virtual, like we can tap into the mentors that, you know, aren't located and have moved out of Hawaii or, um, you know, were in Hawaii before, but... They aren't currently so we're tapping into you know a huge network of people who who 
you know, used to be in Hawaii, but maybe have moved or starting a new company somewhere else. So that's something that's really unique. Um, I think, you know, in person obviously is always better and always more personable, but um, it's really like reaching out and they're really responsive and really willing to help. Mm-hmm. And, and so David, this is uh, week number four. I mean, what, is, what have you guys uh, done over the last kind of four weeks? I mean, anything, anything that you might want to share that's top of mind? So uh, a typical week, we'll start with a stand-up meeting. And, and I have to just say that that's the, the meeting that I think I wish the most we, we could meet in person for because apparently they used to you know, do it on surfboards. Oh, yeah. And that sounds like a lot of fun. But <laughs> we start with a stand-up meeting where we talk about what worked or didn't work for the last week. And, and then we'll have uh, some mentor introductions typically the next day. And, uh, and then we'll have a um, founder lunch where we can discuss things. And that's sort of uh, more led by the founders rather than the program. Uh, and then there's uh, a partner uh, meeting. And honestly, the partner meetings and the, the mentors are – I think the heart of the program that, I mean, not only do we have amazing mentors, but we also have these partners that come and they talk about an aspect of starting a company. And, uh, and as I say, it's just amazing how you can learn something every time you do this. Uh, it, it, and so we had a, an excellent uh, presentation on, on focusing on, you know, really tightening your focus on, of your product, but also your marketing, and just some, some really good uh, presentations uh, that have come through the, uh, the partner program there as well. That's great. So, uh, and Ifra, you know, in terms of what you want to, let's say, get out of the program uh, once uh, it's completed, it's, it's uh, 13 weeks, I mean, what would you like to, I guess, walk away with? Um, a couple of things, like, not the knowledge that I'm gaining from this program is incredible. Um, and I'm putting it into the product that I'm putting in, you know, action items into the product to the startup to really like reach, you know, high revenue and high customer growth. So that's one of the things I want to get out of the program is to really like put that knowledge really quickly into the company and, and grow and, and test. Um, and the second thing is um, we are currently fundraising right now. So, uh, definitely making connections and pitching and um, fund- finishing our fundraising round, our first first round. Great, great. And, and David, in terms of what you want to accomplish, are you are you at a fundraising uh, s- stage in your company or is it more uh, other things that you might want to get as a result of Blue Startups? So, I mean, by the end of the program, we will probably be fundraising, uh, but the main thing we wanted out of uh, Blue Startups was to really tighten our focus on our company, to you know, focus on the key parts that really differentiate us, and then also uh, to become part of the network here in Hawaii. That uh, at least for me, this is a, a longer-term play. That I, I don't want to just do this. I want to uh, do many things going forward, and, and I'm excited to be part of this. Uh, Great. Ohana. <laughs> so, so David, real quickly, where can people find out more about Lead Roommate? Go to leadroommate.com, read oh. about us, and sign up for more information or to join. Easy enough. And uh, Ifra, where can people find out about USIT? Go to usit.care, usit.care. So say that again. Um, usit.care. 
www.thepeopleshow.cares. Okay, very good. I will put that up on our show notes for later on tonight. And, of course, uh, I will I will also get that up uh, on our podcast website with your beautiful pictures along with uh, the, the actual audio. So, Ifra Khan, founder of USIT and David Summers, founded Lead Roommate. And, of course, I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And thank you for listening to Bite Marsh Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about creating collaborative content over the Internet. And, of course, if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HBR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HBR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bye.